0: to robert ross thirty-first of may eighteen ninety seven from oscar wilde his life and confessions by frank harris this librivox recording is in the public domain hotel de la plage berneval near dieppe monday night may thirty-first eighteen ninety seven my dearest robbie i have decided that the only way in which to get boots properly is to go to france to receive them the duane charged three francs how could you frighten me as you did the next time you order boots please come to dieppe to get them sent to you it is the only way and it will be an excuse for seeing you i am going to-morrow on a pilgrimage i always wanted to be a pilgrim and i have decided to start early tomorrow to the shrine of notre dame de liesse do you know what liesse is it is an old word for joy i suppose the same as Letitia Letitia. i just heard to-night of the shrine or chapel by chance as you would say from the sweet woman of the auberge who wants me to live always at berneval she says notre dame de Lies is wonderful and helps every one to the secret of joy I do not know how long it will take me to get to the shrine, as I must walk, but, from what she tells me, it will take at least six or seven minutes to get there, and as many to come back. In fact, the chapel of notre dame de Lyesse is just fifty yards from the hotel. Isn't it extraordinary? I intend to start after I have had my coffee, and then to bathe need i say that this is a miracle i wanted to go on a pilgrimage and i find the little grey stone chapel of our lady of joy is brought to me it has probably been waiting for me all these purple years of pleasure and now it comes to meet me with lies as its message i simply don't know what to say i wish you were not so hard to poor heretics and would admit that even for the sheep who has no shepherd there is a stellar malice to guide it home but you and more especially more treat me as a dissenter it is very painful and quite unjust yesterday i attended mass at ten o'clock and afterwards bathed so i went into the water without being a pagan The consequence was that i was not tempted by either sirens or mermaids or any of the green-haired following of glaucus i really think that this is a remarkable thing in my pagan days the sea was always full of tritons blowing conchs and other unpleasant things now it is quite different and yet you treat me as the president of mansfield college and after I had canonized you, too. Dear boy, I wish you would tell me if your religion makes you happy. You conceal your religion from me in a monstrous way. You treat it like writing in the Saturday Review for Pollock, or dining in Wardour Street off the fascinating dish that is served with tomatoes and makes men mad. I know it is useless asking you so, don't tell me i felt an outcast in chapel yesterday not really but a little in exile i met a dear farmer in a cornfield and he gave me a seat on his bunk in church so i was quite comfortable he now visits me twice a day and as he has no children and is rich i have made him promise to adopt three two boys and a girl i told him that if he wanted them would find them. He said he was afraid that they would turn out badly. I told him everyone did that. He really has promised to adopt three orphans. He is now filled with enthusiasm at the idea. He is to go to the cure and talk to him. He told me that his own father had fallen down in a fit one day as they were talking together, and that he had caught him in his arms, and put him to bed where he died and that he himself had often thought how dreadful it was that if he had a fit there was no one to catch him in his arms it is quite clear that he must adopt orphans is it not i feel that berneval is to be my home i really do notre dame de laies will be sweet to me if i go on my knees to her and she will advise me it is extraordinary being brought here by a white horse that was a native of the place and knew the road and wanted to see its parents now of advanced years it is also extraordinary that i knew berneval existed and was arranged for me monsieur bonnet wants to build me a chalet one thousand metres of ground i don't know how much that is but, I suppose, about a hundred miles, and a chalet with a studio, a balcony, a salle la manger a huge kitchen, and three bedrooms, a view of the sea and trees, all for twelve thousand francs, four hundred and eighty pounds. If I can write a play, I am going to have it begun." fancy one's own lovely house and grounds in france for four hundred eighty pounds no rent of any kind pray consider this and approve if you think well of course not till i have done my play an old gentleman lives here in the hotel he dines alone in his room and then sits in the sun he came here for two days and has stayed two years his sole sorrow is that there is no theatre Monsieur bonnet is a little heartless about this and says that as the old gentleman goes to bed at eight o'clock a theatre would be of no use to him the old gentleman says he only goes to bed at eight o'clock because there is no theatre they argued the point yesterday for an hour i sided with the old gentleman but logic sides with Monsieur bonnet i believe I had a sweet letter from the Sphinx. She gives me a delightful account of Ernest, subscribing to Reimache while his divorce suit was running, and not being pleased with some of the notices. Considering the growing appreciation of Ibsen, I must say that I am surprised the notices were not better, but nowadays everybody is jealous of everyone else, except, of course, husband and wife. I think I shall keep this last remark of mine for my play. Have you got my silver spoon from Reggie? You got my silver brushes out of Humphreys, who is bald, so you might easily get my spoon out of Reggie, who has so many, or used to have. You know my crest is on it. It is a bit of Irish silver, and I don't want to lose it there is an excellent substitute called britannia metal very much liked at the adelphi and elsewhere wilson Ballard writes i prefer it to silver it would suit dear reggie admirably walter besant writes i use none other mr beerbohm Tree also writes since i have tried it i am a different actor my friends hardly recognize me so there is obviously a demand for it i am going to write a political economy in my heavier moments the first law i lay down is whenever there exists a demand there is no supply this is the only law that explains the extraordinary contrast between the soul of man and man's surroundings civilisations continue because people hate them a modern city is the exact opposite of what everyone wants nineteenth-century dress is the result of our horror of the style the tall hat will last as long as people dislike it dear robbie i wish you would be a little more considerate and not keeping up so late talking to you it is very flattering to me and all that but you should remember that i need rest good night you will find some cigarettes and some flowers by your bedside coffee is served below at eight o'clock do you mind if it is too early for you i don't at all mind lying in bed an extra hour i hope you will sleep well you should as lloyd is not on the veranda tuesday morning nine thirty the sea and sky are opal no horrid drawing masters line between them just one fishing boat going slowly and drawing the wind after it i am going to bathe six o'clock bathed and have seen a chalet here which i wish to take for the season quite charming a splendid view a large writing-room a dining-room and three lovely bedrooms besides servants rooms and also a huge balcony In this blank space he had roughly drawn a ground-plan of the imagined chalet. I don't know the scale of the drawing, but the rooms are larger than the plannies. 1. Salle-manger. 2. Salon. 3. Balcony. All on ground floor, with steps from balcony to ground. The rent for the season or year is... What do you think? thirty-two pounds of course i must have it i will take my meals here separate and reserved table it is within two minutes walk do tell me to take it when you come again your room will be waiting for you all i need is a domestique the people here are most kind i made my pilgrimage the interior of the chapel is of course a modern horror but there is a black image of notre dame de Lies. the chapel is as tiny as an undergraduate's room at oxford i hope to get the curé to celebrate mass in it soon as a rule the service is only held there in july and august but i want to see a mass quite close there is also another thing i must write you about i adore this place The whole country is lovely and full of forest and deep meadow. It is simple and healthy. If I live in Paris I may be doomed to things I don't desire. I am afraid of big towns. Here I get up at seven-thirty. I am happy all day. I go to bed at ten. I am frightened of Paris. I want to live here i have seen the terrain it is the best here and the only one left i must build a house if i could build a chalet for twelve thousand francs five hundred pounds and live in a home of my own how happy i would be i must raise the money somehow it would give me a home quiet retired healthy and near england if i live in egypt i know what my life would be if i live in the south of italy i know i should be idle and worse i want to live here do think over this and send me over the architect Monsieur bonnet is excellent and is ready to carry out any idea i want a little chalet of wood and plaster walls the wooden beams showing and the white square of plaster diapening the framework like i regret to say shakespeare's house like old english sixteenth-century farmers houses so your architect has me waiting for him as he is waiting for me do you think the idea absurd i got the chronicle many thanks i see the writer on Prince a211 does not mention my name foolish of her it is a woman i as you the poem of my days are away am forced to write i have begun something that i think will be very good i breakfast to-morrow with the standards what a great passionate splendid writer john strange winter is how little people understand her work bootle's baby is an oeuvre symboliste it is really only the style and the subject that are wrong pray never speak lightly of bootle's baby indeed pray never speak of it at all i never do yours oscar please send a chronicle to my wife mrs c m holland maison Bengorel, Bevailles, près de nouchatel just marking it and if my second letter appears mark that also cut out the letter and enclose it in an envelope to mr arthur cruthenden post restante g p o reading with just these lines dear friend the enclosed will interest you there is also another letter waiting in the post office for you from me with a little money ask for it if you have not got it yours sincerely c three three i have no one but you dear robbie to do anything Of course, the letter to Reading must go at once, as my friends come out on Wednesday morning early. End of section